This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. It's definitely morning for me, 5 o'clock in the morning in Hawaii, Kauai, Hawaii. So happy to join with you today. I love the topic today, Angels and the Course in Miracles. We uh, got on to the topic of angels last week, giving a Course in Miracles on healing self-attack with Sherry Lane. And uh, yeah, we had a big angel infusion and... All of a sudden, technology, woo, we couldn't hear each other. The, uh, we got so much energy flowing that all kind of interference happened with our technology, but we worked it out. Okay, we're not going to have that issue today. Oh, so let's begin. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and I always like to begin with a prayer and a blessing. No extra charge in the world and so extra charge in our spirit. Wow. So let's take that breath of love and gratitude as we dedicate ourselves to the truth that sets us free. So grateful and so thankful to actively choose right now to have a healing, to open our hearts and minds to the very highest possibility of love. So grateful and so thankful to recognize perfect love is all that there is. Perfect love is all that we are. So grateful to know that where we are, insight is happening. Love is flowing. Love is our prosperity. Love is our abundance. Ah. So grateful to choose abundance, prosperity, wholeness, freedom, harmony, wisdom, clarity, and the all good of God. We are grateful and thankful right now to recognize that angels surround and enfold us. And we're calling them forth to walk with us and talk with us, to lead and guide the way. We're willing to be truly helpful this day and every day. We're willing to remember our true identity in God and to consciously release, resolve, and dissolve all false identification with the ego. We're choosing the atonement for ourselves, and we're saying yes to our healing right now. In grace and gratitude, we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In gratitude, we allow our healing to be. We let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Mm. Yes. There are many references to the angels in A Course in Miracles. And they're all positive. (laughs) And... uh, Oh, the angels have so much help and assistance for us if we're willing to activate it. And one of the things I've definitely learned uh, about the angels is that they're always at the ready, always willing to help us. But let's not ask for help to 
get something, which is really an affirmation that we don't already have it, in our awareness, let's ask for help in awakening to our divinity, in accepting the atonement, in anything that's truly valuable and really matters. Let's ask for help in that. So, in chapter 19, section 4, which is called The Obstacles to Peace, is a long section here in paragraph 46, talking about uh, the fear of death. You know, and many people fear death, and yet, unconsciously, many people are choosing death. Because when we choose to align with the ego, we're literally choosing a physical death. When we use egotistical thoughts, thoughts, thoughts of blame and shame and regret and resentment, we're choosing to quicken that cycle of birth and death and keep it going. The wheel of samsara. So to recognize our eternal nature, we're eternal. Hello, we're eternal. We're living a life eternal. And right now it seems like we're living a life temporal, time-based. But we're not. We're not actually here. Even though (laughs) in A Course of Miracles it tells us the one who sent you will lead you and guide you. And our only purpose is to be truly helpful. So, it seems like we're here. It sure does, doesn't it? However, we're eternal, infinite beings. In fact, just as an aside off the top of the angels, one of the, the greatest realizations for me, I used to be so bothered, irritated, and frustrated, or so I thought, by the belief that time was limited and I didn't have enough time. I didn't have enough time. I didn't have enough money. I didn't have enough love. I didn't have enough of anything, right? That's the nature of believing that we're actually here in the illusion is you never feel like there's enough, But when we're willing to identify with the spirit, we realize we're infinite, we're eternal, and there's an infinite supply. So if you are experiencing a sense of lack and limitation, it's because you're experiencing that problem, which is the belief in separation. So the belief in separation is the belief in lack and limitation. And of course, the belief in lack and limitation brings the experience of lack and limitation. So many people don't realize that there are these vast numbers of angels who will assist us in waking up and remembering our true identity. And all we have to do is call upon them. Yes. The mighty force of God is very near. Yes. And it says, I love this, in paragraph 46, chapter 19, section 4. The fear of death will go as its appeal is yielded to love's attraction. So we have to yield this attraction for death, for complaining, for resistance and reluctance and the attraction for attack thoughts and blame thoughts and shame thoughts. We have to hand that resistance over to the Holy Spirit, to Jesus, to the angels. And the end of sin, which nestles quietly in the safety of your relationship, your relationship with the Holy Spirit, your relationship with your holy relationship with your brothers and sisters. It's there, the end of sin, the end of suffering. It's there, protected by your union with your brother. There's only one. And ready to grow into a mighty force, for God is very near. Ah, ah. 
How near is God? <laughs> Closer than my breath. The infancy of salvation is carefully guarded by love, preserved from every thought that would attack it, and quietly made ready to fulfill the mighty task for which it was given you. Your newborn purpose, awakening, accepting the atonement for yourself. Your newborn purpose is nursed by angels, cherished by the Holy Spirit, and protected by God himself. Isn't that good to know? Your newborn purpose, your, when you choose the atonement for yourself, your purpose is nursed by angels, cherished by the Holy Spirit, and protected by God himself. It needs not your protection. It is yours. For it is deathless. Within it lies the end of death. Yes. So there's so many references in the Course where Jesus is telling us that we are guided, guarded, and protected. And I think some of the, the most helpful ones are in the workbook, Lesson 131. Here, just... Mm-hmm. Oh, I lost it. Give me one second. Lesson 31. Come on. Put out your hand. Oh, this is paragraph 13. Oh, I'm going to back up a second. So, lesson 31. No one, who can, no one can fail who seeks to reach the truth. Such a great lesson. Paragraph 12. Seek for that door, right? The door to our awakening, and find it. But before you try to open it, remind yourself no one can fail who seeks to reach the truth. And it is this request you make today. Nothing but this has any meaning now. No other goal is valued now, nor sought. Nothing before this door you really want, and only what lies past it do you seek. Put out your hand and see how easily the door swings open, and with your one intent to go beyond it. That's it. Just have that one intention to see beyond the world, to see the infinite nature of your true reality. Have that intention and you'll be led and guided. It says, angels light the way so that all darkness vanishes. And you are standing in a light so bright and clear that you can understand all things you see. A tiny moment of surprise perhaps will make you pause before you realize the world you see before you in the light reflects the truth you knew and did not quite forget in wandering away in dreams. So we wandered away like the prodigal son from our true reality in our mind. And when we're willing to open that door to our true reality, the door will be opened for us. It's only an illusion that it was closed. Angels light the way so that all darkness vanishes. And you are standing in a light so bright and clear that you can understand all things you see. Now, I don't know about you, but I've talked with folks who've had near-death experiences, out-of-body experiences. And this is what they said. They said that There was a light, you could call it a tunnel. Uh, There was a light, and they went towards that light, and everything made sense to them. Everything that they'd wondered about and questioned, all the great mysteries of the universe opened up for them, and they knew everything in that moment. Everything. And the, the way was lit for them. There was no... Confusion, there was no fear, there was no doubt, no worry. All of it fell away. So we can choose that in our experience in the dream. 
And being willing to be vigilant for God will take us there, and the angels will help us. Lesson 167. Ah, 161. Give me your blessing, Holy Son of God. Blessing, Holy Son of God. Lesson 161. This do the body's eyes behold in one whom heaven cherishes. The angels love and God created perfect. So the angels love us. This is our reality. And in Christ's vision is his loveliness reflected in a form so holy and so beautiful that you would scarce refrain from kneeling at his feet. This is how we can truly see our brother. This is how we can receive brothers and sisters' blessings. Who sees a, Now I'm going to back up to paragraph 8 here, lesson 161. Who sees a brother as a body sees him as fear's symbol, symbol of the ego, and he will attack because what he beholds is his own fear external to him, poised to attack and howling to unite with him again. So, if you see your brother as a body, then you're going to see him representing fear and death and lack and limitation. So this is why we must train ourselves to see our brothers and sisters as they truly are, the love of God, Christ. This is why Jesus to us, what you do to the least of them, you do to me. Mistake not the intensity of rage. Projected fear must spawn. It shrieks in wrath and claws the air in frantic hope it can reach to its maker and devour him. This do the body's eyes behold in one whom heaven cherishes, the angel's love and God created perfect. This is his reality. And in Christ's vision is his loveliness, reflected in a form so holy and so beautiful that you could scarce refrain from kneeling at his feet. So if we could see our brothers and sisters as they truly are, we would kneel at their feet. We would see the vision of Christ that is there. think of that i invite you it says attack on him is enemy to you for you will not perceive that in his hands is your salvation remember lesson 68 my favorite lesson love holds no grievances where it says it is as sure that those who forgive will remember who they are as it is that those who don't forgive will forget who they are. So forgiveness helps us to remember. It allows us. It doesn't just help us. It makes it possible for us to remember who we are. And this is why our brothers and sisters are our salvation. And this is why our brothers and sisters have a blessing for us. I think the um, uh, lesson 183 is the one that really makes it plain about the angels and how the angels support us and can, can help us and that we can actually call for their help. So le- lesson 183 is what I'm going to focus on when we come back and this lesson is so oh so helpful lesson 183 i call upon god's name and on my own so we're we're gonna go take a break right now and while we do let me just mention that we have two more free classes at livingacourseofmiracles.com and it's all about healing anger do you have anger issues Oh my God, I had the worst anger issues. 
Oh, I thought I would never get over that. So I am very excited for our free classes this week at livingacourseofmiracles.com. Please go. Registration is free, and so are the classes. <laughs> livingacourseofmiracles.com. Got a lot more for you there. And right now, we've got a break for you. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love. We're walking the talk, and I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. I'm Jennifer Hadley. We're talking about angels and A Course in Miracles today. And, you know, I think that, well, one of the experiences that I've had is with Course in Miracles students is when I start talking about angels, sometimes they go, oh, no, Jennifer, what are you doing talking about angels? We're Course in Miracles students. And um, what I think happens is that People read the course, and they see the references to angels, and they think that they're somehow metaphorical because the language is so so poetic. And so they don't think that Jesus is actually giving us clear instruction for our, our path of awakening here, <laughs> that somehow the references to angels don't have anything to do with that. But... Let me tell you, I I think he's being very clear and very specific. And so he says here in Lesson 183, I call upon God's name and on my own, uh, that God's name cannot be heard without response, nor said without an echo in the mind that calls you to remember. So when we call the name of God, when we go into prayer, remember Course in Miracles tells us over and over again that prayer is a means of communication with our Maker. And so prayer is extremely helpful. And it also tells us that the best prayer, the most fruitful prayer, is when we can lay upon the altar all the sense of needing and wanting and craving and lack and limitation. So if we can go to the altar of God, remember Jesus taught a lot of prayer in his human life. If we can go to the altar of God without needing anything, imagine that you have a relationship with God, with the Holy Spirit, with Jesus, because you do. (laughs) We do. And so this is a real relationship. So think about it like that. I found that to be incredible helpful. Think about it as a true relationship. And think of if in your relationship with God, or think of a relationship you have with a loved one, if every time, the only time you went to that person, that being that you love, you asked for something. You went because you asked for something. You went because you needed You went because you were in fear, in lack, in limitation experience. Every single time. Now, fear is of our own making. Of course, miracles are very clear about that. And Jesus is very clear about he cannot fear from us because we've chosen the cause of it. So if we'd like to live without a, a life without fear... Practicing A Course in Miracles will take us there very quickly if we actually live it. And one of the ways that we can help ourselves is by calling the name of God. Not to need something, not to get something, but to unify, to connect. And when it is our intention and our desire to connect with God, to communicate it, and and not just to, to tell God something, because what what could we possibly tell 
the infinite creator God when everything is known in the mind of God. But the communication that is vital for us is to listen. To listen. So we call the name of God to remind ourselves to listen. All right? And say God's name. This is paragraph two. And you invite the angels to surround the ground on which you stand and sing to you as they spread out their wings to keep you safe and shelter you from every worldly thought that would intrude upon your holiness. Now, if that doesn't sound clear, helpful instruction of how to block out the ego and hear the spirit more clearly, I don't know what does. <laughs> Say the name of God and you invite the angels to surround the ground on which you stand and sing to you as they spread out their wings to keep you safe and shelter you from every worldly ego thought that would intrude upon your holiness. Yes. Right there, very clear. And, uh, in fact, I I did a a whole radio show about this, I think it was back in late August, late August of 2014, about calling the name of God. So check that out. Remember, too, that uh, I believe this is episode 189, 189 episodes, including episode Ken Wapnick and Gary Bernard and David Hoffmeister and... Tama Keeves and Regina Dawn Akers and Nook Sanders and John Mundy and gosh, so many Course in Miracles teachers have been guests on this radio show. And uh, another wonderful folks like Colin Tipping and uh, yeah, it's been 189 episodes, so we've covered a lot of ground. There's a lot more to cover. I never get tired of A Course in Miracles. I just never, ever get tired of it. I love it. So, call the name of God. The angels will surround you and they'll run interference and help you. I think it's really helpful for me to recognize that I'm having a relationship with God. And if you only went to God when I needed something, what kind of a relationship would that be? And it's not that I would get tired of me or anything like that, but I obviously wouldn't know what God was for. Now, as I was saying earlier before the break, you can ask the angels for help. They love to help. They're here to help. They are. They're always with us. And I do know that we all have guardian angels always whispering to us, always talking to us, always supporting us, leading us, and guiding us. It's just a matter of whether or not we will choose to listen. Will we choose to listen or will we choose to listen to the ego? It's always that question. Lesson 303, the Holy Christ is born in me today. The Holy Christ is born in me today. Watch with me, angels. Here's our prayer. Watch with me, angels. Watch with me today. Let all God's holy thoughts surround me and be still with me while heaven's Son is born. Let earthly sounds be quiet and the sights to which I'm accustomed disappear. Let Christ be welcomed where he is at home. And let him hear the sounds he understands and see but sights and show his father's love. Let him no longer be a stranger, for he is born again in me today. So watch with me, angels. Watch with me today. And to me, that's a prayer that we can utter every single day, all through the day. Watch with me, angels. Help me hear only the voice of the Holy Spirit. Help me to hear only God's voice. Help me to know only love. Help me to teach only love. Help me to live as my true identity.
identity and stay in my true identity. Run that interference with the ego. I am no longer interested in identifying with the body and with the ego. I'm no longer interested in seeing my brothers and sisters as a body. Let me see the Holy Christ born in everyone today. And the angels will help us do that. So, yes, we can ask them to help find a parking space. But let's, for angelic support, enlighten the way. Enlighten the way home. For they can and they will. All we must do is ask. They can't intercede. My understanding is angels can only intercede if the possibility of uh, an accidental death that's not planned, it's not in our script, something like that. They help maintain the highest possibilities of the script. Now, the, the angels have so much guidance they can give to us, but do have to ask for it. So the invitation that I'm sharing with you is to start asking the angels for help all day long. Just keep asking and asking all day long. But again, don't ask for help in the world of effects in the sense of get me this, me that. Make them your messenger boy, your your shopping assistant. But instead... Invite the angels to help you see and know and feel and hear more clearly the truth that sets you free. There's the real help. Yes. I think along with um, invoking the Holy Spirit to decide for us, you decide for me, that other precious teaching from A Course in Miracles, saying to the Holy Spirit upon waking Each day, you decide for me. You lead me. You guide me. This day, I've been with you. Yes, these are such life-changing practices. Do they cost us anything? No, they do not. Do they give us anything? Yes, they give us everything. Everything that's valuable comes from this will's Now, why wouldn't I choose this level of willingness? Because I'm afraid the angel, the Holy Spirit, would be leading me someplace I don't wish to go. So if that's your fear, that the angels and the Holy Spirit would lead you and guide you someplace you don't wish to go, then you are saying, truly, I would rather align with the ego. So, you know, this is the whole teaching. I've done so many radio shows on holy relationships. So if you've got relationships issues, go back to February 2012, February 2014. I've done a lot of relationship episodes. Uh, Lots and lots of them. So you go back to them, you can listen to them. But basically, a lot of people, they fear having the Holy Spirit guide and direct them, they fear making loving choices all day because they think they're going to give up something. What would you give up but your suffering? However, if you think you need a relationship in the form it's in, or it could be a job or something else like that, if you think you need these things and that you cannot be happy without them, then you value them above your awakening. So what I learned is the only way I can be happy is to turn everything over to God, turn everything over to the I am that I am, turn everything over to the higher Holy Spirit self to be led and guided. And I've had a lot of relationship shifting. And, in fact, I gave all my relationships to the Holy Spirit. I said, make them all holy. Make them all holy. And, boy, those relationships were transformed. And some of the people that I was closest to, I don't 
speak to at all anymore, but there's peace. There's peace, and if they walked in the door right now, I'd be so happy to see them. I didn't make them go. I didn't ask them to leave. They went their own merry way. And I have a holy relationship with them now. And it feels peaceful. And I did not know how to do it myself. I tried and tried and tried. I labored in vain. (laughs) Yes, I did. I labored in vain. Oh, my God. All right. So, going back to the angels, lesson 316. All gifts I give my brothers are my own. All the gifts I give my brothers are my own. As every gift my brothers give is mine, so every gift I give belongs to me. To have, give all to all. Each one allows a past mistake to go and leave no shadow on the holy mind my father loves. His grace has given me in every gift a brother has received throughout all time and past all time as well. My treasure house is full and angels watch its open doors that not one gift is lost and only more are added. Let me come to where my treasures are and enter in where I am truly and among the gifts that God has given me. Father, I would accept your gifts today. I recognize them, yet I trust that you who gave them will provide the means by which I can behold them, see their worth, and cherish only them as what I want. All gifts I give my brothers are my own. Let me acknowledge the gift of God today. Let me see the gifts of God today. Let me desire only the gifts of God today. Instead of what I think is gift, let me receive the gift that God has for me. God's gifts are going to be so much greater than anything in this world that I could conceive of as a gift. The gifts of God are not of this world, and neither am I. Neither am I. So why would I settle for the gifts of this world when I have learned over and over and over again that they do not satisfy? In fact, I think one of the greatest lessons that we all learn is, you know that feeling that you have when you get what you've wanted for a long time? You feel like... Oh, I'm so happy I got what I wanted. Yay! And we think that we're happy because we got what we wanted, but we're actually only happy because for a moment, we're deluded into thinking we have what we want. So for a moment, we stop wanting. And that momentary cessation of the wanting, the needing, the craving, is what makes us feel happy. But we can live in that space. All the gifts I give my brothers are my own. We can have it all. Act now and you can have it all. (laughs) I'm Jennifer Hadley and I've got two free classes for you at livingacourseinmiracles.com on healing anger. If that's something that would be helpful to you, register at livingacourseinmiracles.com. The classes are free this week. Yes, they are. All right, it's time for us to go to a break. Again, I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love, we're walking the talk, and I'll be right back. You ask with childlike wonder, what is the nature of God? Who is Jesus? What is the Christ? How do we know what we know? When you ask these or other heart-centered questions about the non-physical, intangible aspects of life, you are, on some level, a student of metaphysics. New from Unity House and nearly five years in the making, Heart-Centered Metaphysics, a deeper look at Unity teachings, is now available. 
This is Paul Hasselbeck, author of this quintessential study guide. Enjoy a deeper exploration of universal spiritual principles and truths, whether you are just starting or have been seeking for years. Each thought-provoking chapter of Heart Center Metaphysics speaks to truth seekers like you, providing essential tools to help elevate your consciousness and create spiritual transformations in your outer life and circumstances. Order your copy today from the Unity Online Store at www.unity.org. Then click on Shop. Every moment we live can be holy, and all we need to do to experience that state is to make the decision to do so. Everything we do can be a prayer, and by using our innate creativity with intention in every aspect of our lives, that can indeed be true. Author Carla Kincannon wrote, Creativity is so much more than art making. It is a tool for navigating through everyday experiences to find the sacred in each God-given moment. Discover Creative Spirit, Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Central Time, and experience the joy of connecting to spirit through creative expression. been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Reverend Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. And we're back. I'm Jennifer Hadley. We're talking about angels and the Course in Miracles. In the workbook epilogue, it says, You do not walk alone. God, angels, hover near and all about. God's love surrounds you, and of this to be sure, I will never leave you comfortless. So, what I'm suggesting to you, based on my own experience, of the angels is that ask for assistance in your awakening. Ask for assistance in your healing. But not inform. Not inform. Because if we're asking for help in form, we're making it real, which doesn't help us. And if we're asking for assistance in Meaning, oh, help me find the parking spot. Oh, there's nothing wrong with asking for help and finding a parking spot. But uh, if we're saying, oh, help me, angels help me to um, make him love me. Or help me to get this particular job. Instead... Let us ask for assistance in seeing the highest and best, most loving choices in every moment. To me, that is the prayer that brings the most benefit. Because let's say you're asking for help in getting a car, okay? Uh, or getting him to love you, or asking for help and getting a raise, or getting a... Not that they can't help you with all that stuff, but you're making the assumption that you know that that's for your highest and best. But you don't know what's for your highest and best. Clearly, until we can see beyond time and space and know what everything is for, then we don't know... And so let's just choose the highest and best path of love, the course of love. Let us choose that, and it will reveal to us the very thing that would make us happy. So when we assume that this or that thing, 
like getting a raise or or not getting fired will make us happy. We don't know. Get for me getting fired, breaking up with uh, a man I was in a relationship with, having all kinds of things that seemed like disaster, very unpleasant, not at all what I wished for. Those things, having them happen, it turned out were the very best things that could happen to me. If I was asking the angels to stop them or prevent them, I would, in fact, have been asking for my suffering to be prolonged. I know I cannot yet see through all directions of time and space. I'm very intuitive, but I still can't see beyond time and space. I'm still in the third, fourth dimensional awareness. So until my mind opens up to that fifth dimensional awareness, I don't know what anything is for, but the angels do. So why don't I just call the angels, call the name of God, beloved I am that I am. Angels surround and enfold me. Help me to see and know and feel and hear clearly the truth of God, the love of God. Help me to know the love of God and make all of my choices fueled and funded by a perfect love. Let me choose that. That is the highest and best. Yes. Yes, it is. So we're opening our heart and our mind to this, to this possibility. And the angels will always guide us yes and they will protect us from the ego this is what the course is telling us here so why not call upon them for this assistance so that we can live our destiny and teach only love for that is what we are yes chapter 26 The transition, section 9, for they have come. (laughs) It says, around you angels hover lovingly to keep away all darkened thoughts of sin and keep the light where it has entered in. Your footprints lighten up the world. For where you walk, forgiveness gladly goes with you. No one on earth but offers thanks to one who has restored his home and sheltered him from bitter winter and the freezing cold. And shall the Lord of heaven and his Son give less in gratitude for so much more? Yes. So, let's take these words to heart. Around you angels hover lovingly. To keep away all darkened thoughts of sin and keep the light where it has entered in. So this is what what it's saying when we call the name of God, when we're focused on living this life of love around us, the angels hover lovingly to keep away all darkened thoughts of sin. Now, we can choose to focus on thoughts of lack, attack, limitation and separation that's always our choice uh, or a choice that's available to us and we can actually ask the angels to help us choose only love to teach only love to recognize only love so why not ask for that assistance when it's available to us all the time 24-7. So if you wake up in the middle of the night and you're in terror, if you're afraid, the angels can help you right then and there. Angels, help me now. I'm, you know, when we wake up in the middle of the night, night terrors, we don't realize what's causing it. But it's always caused by having gone into judgment. So maybe during the course of our day, we've latched on to some attack thoughts, we've latched on to some lack thoughts, and we've made them real. And then we wake up in the middle of the night with the night terrors, feeling unworthy, 
unsuccessful, filled with pain and misery, doubt, anxiety, fear. Call the angels then. We don't have to suffer. We don't have to suffer in vain, for sure. Around you, angels hover lovingly to keep away all darkened thoughts of sin and keep the light where it has entered in. Your footprints lighten up the world for where you walk, forgiveness gladly goes with you. So, this is chapter 26. And so, the message here is by the end of the text, by the end of the workbook, we've got a commitment to forgiveness. What is forgiveness? It's non-judgment. We've got a commitment to releasing the judgments rather than investing in them. And then we can recognize that the angels are there around us lovingly to keep away all darkened thoughts of sin. I'm inviting you, next time you feel late, to call the angels to support you, to help you. The next time you feel worried, doubtful, ashamed, ask for assistance from the angels to know truth sets you free. This is our heavenly opportunity. So I'm going to say a prayer and close this out here and call the angels right now. And uh, just a reminder, I do have two more free classes this week at livingacourseofmiracles.com. We're wrapping up an entire series, Loving Ourselves Free This Spring. So great. What a great series of classes it's been. And this week, our focus is on healing anger. If that's your issue, come get these free classes. If you someone who has anger issues, please invite them to come get these free classes. And all of these free classes and this radio show are all supported by the Power of Ministry.net. Power of Love Ministry.net. We want your contributions because these classes, the radio show, are funded by your contributions. Yes. And we also have the free Miracles app for you. Yes. Thousands of people from all over the world, more than 100 countries participating in all these free classes. So let's place our hand on our heart and take a breath of love and gratitude and be so grateful and so thankful that love is all that we are and love is all that there is. We partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self to remember our true identity and we invoke the angels in the name of God, beloved I am that I am. The angels walk with us and talk with us to assist us in recognizing the highest and best, most loving choices in each and every moment. We are choosing love in grace and gratitude. We allow this prayer to be. We share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them and we let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 I love you. Have a great week. Mwah.